everyone. Um, way in the future, buddy, here. Uh, I wanted to open this episode by apologizing um, that we have been sort of dead in the water for so long. Um, that is mostly, if not entirely, um, my doing. We, uh, the this last, oh, I guess, couple of months now, um, between uh, grad school work into the semester kind of stuff really started piling up. Um, and I'm also, I've been teaching um, fourth through sixth grade science courses at a at a charter school in addition to my you know regular full-time job. So um, something had to go, and unfortunately this, which doesn't pay any bills or offer any, um, you know, it's just a fun thing that we do, um, you know, got kind of got dropped. I had to take care of myself and make sure that I was, um, you know, mentally sane. Uh, but moving forward, uh, we should be going back to sort of our regular posting schedule. Um, today I'm posting... Um, uh, an episode of Cora, as well as the final—it's been quite the quite the cliffhanger—but the final uh, stories for this uh, story arc uh, for our Star Friends uh, Stories podcast. Um, and then next week we'll hit another Cora, so you'll kind of get two Coras right in a row. Um, and the following week we'll do a do a stories, and then we'll get back to kind of our biweekly hopping every other podcast um, episode. So once again, uh, sorry that I have. Um, left you all in the lurch for so long. Hopefully some of you are still out there uh, waiting for us. If so, I really appreciate it. Uh, that means a lot. We have gotten a couple of emails, or a few emails, I should say, from various people wondering where we are, uh, and that really means a lot that, uh, that you're out there kind of waiting uh, for, for more episodes. I really appreciate that. Um, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Stories, the Stark Friends podcast, where we pick a theme and we each tell a story. At the end, you get to vote with us to pick the best story. Uh, whoever gets the most votes gets to pick the next theme. Our current theme is 1991, the year of our Lord. This the year is, of our Hannah. <laughs> this is Buddy uh, introducing Noah, and he is going to talk about... Tornadoes. Yeah, the Andover tornado outbreak, but I already forgot the, the date. April April 26th <laughs> of 1991, the year you of our Lord. You know what? Still better than my intro. Uh, the year of our Lord. So. <laughs> and it's that's so what happened with the tornadoes. No. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm funny. Uh, Set the stage. Where are we? And over. Hold on. I mean, kind on. of, but like. Yeah. Where's that? Any? Would you just? You're uh, Lord. So I'm trying to help the, you. No, you're not. In the in the mid to late 1980s, um, it was a relatively calm era in Oklahoma and North Texas, uh, specifically in terms in, of what? in regarding weather. They call it Tornado Alley. Yeah, there's actually some really interesting geography that creates the situation. Yeah, yeah so the you know the 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 real what? and true geographic, I would say, Midwest. <laughs> you know the you know Iowa, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas. Is Oklahoma the Midwest? It's like the South. I guess that's a little. It's south. part of Tornado Alley. But like Kansas is 100 percent. Like if you think about yeah. what should be considered Midwest. That's true. Like the Kansas, Nebraska area definitely should. And Kansas is what I think of when I think of tornadoes because of Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Well, and like everything, they have a, a metric crap ton of Do you know tornadoes. Tornadoes are basically like a United States thing. Like they 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 happen all over the world. 
Like, don't get me wrong. Then what are you saying? But we have, because of Tornado Alley, we have way, like, or an order of magnitude more right. tornadoes right. in our country than anywhere else on the planet. They always made us do tornado drills, but do we really get them in Michigan? Yes. Michigan is, yeah. I mean, well, again, they they are everywhere, but Michigan's outside of Tornado Alley. We've, right, we, sorry, no. Hannah, we definitely had them when we were in school. I mean, I remember when we were homeschooled. Like, we had them? Yeah, there was one that I touched down drills. in Chelsea. And then a couple of years ago, one touched in Dexter and destroyed some houses. Wow. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's because you're, uh, you know, you. So, <laughs> the mid to late 1980s were a relatively calm era um, <laughs> in terms of tornado history in this area. Um, okay. It just in, in, at least in terms of violent tornadoes, um, so classified as F four or F five um, on the Fujita, Fujita. Ooh, hopefully it's Fujita because uh, I'm gonna keep saying Fujita. it's Fujita. Scale. Yeah, Fujita, and I, there's a modified Fujita as well. So but, it sounds like vagina. But yeah, that's it's Fujita. That's exactly I, why I have to say Fujita and Goku. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, what's the highest it could be? F five. Five. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the scale actually was introduced in 1971 by Ted Fujita of the oh, University of Chicago, uh, with in calibration, calibration in collaboration with Alan Pearson. Uh, so it's called it's typically called the Fujita Pearson scale, but people really just say Fujita. But like the sucks official, to be second. I know it sucks to be Pearson, <laughs> right? Um, and I don't want to get into, buddy. Do you know the like? How would you explain the science of it? Do you? Of a tornado? Of the, of the scale? Of the scale. And like what what it means. Yeah, they go primarily by uh, wind speed. It's been a while. That was part of my undergraduate degree. So it's been a while since I've uh, learned about the Fujita scale. Yeah. Um, but there, there are some other metrics too of like how you estimate the wind speed by the damage seen on the ground. Right. But the Fujita scale is like, and I don't remember the specifics, but an F1 has a wind speed maxing at most this. And if it goes over this value, right. then you're at an F2. And an F2 right. is between this wind speed and this wind speed. Right. Uh, and so F5 is, is anything over like 300 miles an hour or something to that I, effect. Yeah. I'll let you get yeah. through. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so after April 29th in 1984, uh, there was a violent tor- tornado that struck Manford, um, which Where's is... That? Yeah, that would be helpful, wouldn't it, if I knew. I just wrote down things. Hannah, don't ask me specifics. It looks like it's in... I don't like typing uh. while we're doing the podcast because my mechanical keyboard is so loud. Right, you can hear it. It's like, Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, there were no vi- After this one in 1984, there were no violent tornadoes uh, in the state for basically seven years, um, which is... If you don't know, uh, the, I think just about the longest period of, you know, record that we have on record. Um, that it's the in state, Oklahoma. That the state has gone without a violent tornado. Okay. Um, since the 1950s, because that's when they started compiling these um, sorts of statistics. So then within the Oklahoma and North Texas counties, um, there were no, uh, no violent tornadoes for almost 10 years um, after uh, the tornado in 1981. Uh, so... Therefore, uh, there were no violent tornadoes that had occurred within the entire state of Oklahoma since 1984. Um, and as that's a pretty good one. And if you can't, area, if you can't get where we're going, this streak <laughs> is about to end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> April 26, 1991. Uh, the day started rather ominously. Um, storms started forming across central and western Oklahoma. In fact, they were thinking that um, they were expecting the tornadoes to hit on uh, the 26th which is the next day, in the afternoon and evening. Um, 
but uh, you know it already started before sunrise. Um, you know these early storms were moving northeast into Kansas, uh, weakened. Um, even though it weakened in the late mornings, uh, a dry line remained across central Kansas uh, into central Oklahoma. Which, if you know anything about dry lines and tornadoes, that's what it does. Um, <laughs> yes, storms. I don't. Yeah, sh- 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 yes, you do. You get it. Um, so storms started to uh, redevelop then in the afternoon along the dry line, and an outbreak of tornadoes across uh, most of central and the most of the central and southern uh, southern plains ensued. Uh, before the event had concluded, over 50 tornadoes had touched down in Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa, um, including five violent tornadoes that occurred in southern Kansas and Oklahoma. The deadliest tornado occurred in Wichita, um, which is in Kansas, Hannah, when an F5 tornado moved through the southern and eastern portions of the metropolitan area, uh, including McConnell Air Force Base in the town of Andover, which is why it's called uh, the Andor- Andover Tornado Outbreak, because um, that was the one that got hit the, the hardest. Um, four other tornadoes received F4 ratings in this outbreak, um, with three of uh, these violent twisters occurring in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've got to stop, man. <laughs> You're killing me. I don't know what to do. What's your I mind? wonder... Go ahead, buddy. You know they 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 said okay. So there's like 50 tornadoes, and they you said like five of them are violent. Yeah. I just like. What are the other 45? They didn't rip up houses. Okay, so maybe violent. Violent is considered um, like like it it, it is violent if there is major damage and uh, fatalities. Fatalities. Well, sure. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Property. So violent with respect to humans. Really, there has to be fatalities and uh, uh, deaths. Is fatalities deaths? No, fatalities just injuries, right? Deaths. Yeah, fatality, I think. is. What's the word that they use for injuries? That's like, I don't know, whatever. Uh, It's it's unimportant. Um, Yeah, because I I was trying to picture what the peaceful tornadoes look like. Yeah, I think it's in in those areas where there's not necessarily, there's a lot of open land. So I think it's those, just them that kind of tear up the the fields. Um, So yeah, there are four other F4 tornadoes. uh, three of them occurred in Oklahoma. Uh, one of them uh, was overturning, you know, cars um, before striking, uh, you know, these other towns. Um, uh, one tornado killed one person and injured 24. Um, another one injured 22 uh, when it struck in Oklahoma, uh, northeast of Tulsa. Uh, another violent one um, uh it was like two, I think they said two and a half miles east of Garber, uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, and it's a tornado that became known as the red rock. Um, which, uh, I wish I would have looked up why it was called the red rock tornado. Um, pause. Can you hear? Yeah. While you're doing that, um, for those of you that don't, cause I looked at it when I was, when I was looking for my stories, this is one of the ones I considered. And I, um, the map that I saw, yeah. uh, is just crazy. I, like try living through that. For those of you that haven't lived through, or like if you aren't near an area with frequent tornadoes, tornadoes are a weird thing because a weird weather phenomenon because they're very obviously. I mean, everyone knows what they are. They're very small, so they're you know they're terrifying to a lot of people because if they do hit your house, it's going to do a lot of damage. I grew up in Illinois, which is you know a little more near the tornado alley, so we had pretty frequent tornadoes, especially in central Illinois. Yeah, it's not not uncommon. Um, but the crazy thing about living through tornadoes is that most of the time, 
it really ends up not being like all that near you. Like you're part of a storm, right. but the tornado itself, Pretty the odds right, of it actually yeah. hitting your neighborhood right. are very, very small. So I would like imagine living this day where you are hearing on the news that there's like 50 tornadoes across several states because most of you aren't seeing them. Right. You just know that they're out there. Like right. that's just such a cra- like that many tornadoes at once is so crazy to me. So, um, so this Red Rock uh, tornado, um, it was observed by uh, tornado chasers and meteorologists, um, and it was considered to be the longest track tornado of this outbreak. Uh, outbreak, outbreak. Uh, the tornado began, like I said, two and a half miles east of Garber, and then grew into a, a three-quarter mile wide wedge, which is crazy to Ooh. me how wide these things can get. That is bit. Oh yeah, F- F5s. In particular, yeah, they can get massive. Which I, I think this one was uh, one of the F fours. F fours, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, th- I mean, so this wasn't as big as the F five because it's an F four because that, that's how numbers work. But um, <laughs> it went further than I think any of the F fives did, um, which is why it, it was uh, uh, so popular. So it, you know, it destroyed a couple of farms. Um, it uh, debarked trees and pavement was scoured off of a lot of the roads um it kept you know it uproot other trees and um in some of the counties uh at least one home was completely demolished leaving no wall standing um at one point university of oklahoma chase team used a portable doppler weather radar to measure a wind speed of up to 268 miles per hour in the funnel wow indicating that the winds reached f5 intensity within the tornado um However, these readings were taken near the top of the funnel, indicating that these winds may not have actually reached ground level. Um, mm. So, um, at, you know, at the time, this was the fastest wind speed ever measured on Earth. Um, in, 1990, wow. in 1999, in central Oklahoma, uh, there was another one that produced a quarter mile gust of 302 miles per hour. Yeah, um, I knew. We, yeah, we've. I knew we'd broken 300. Yeah, and that was uh, in 1994. So I, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. Uh. Yeah. So then, after the Red Rock, there were another six tornadoes that occurred in north and north central and northeastern Oklahoma during the late afternoon and evening. Um. You know, the nine tornado tracks in Oklahoma can be viewed in the map. Um. That they put on their website, which I encourage all of you to look up on uh, weather.gov. We might want to post that just so people can look at the map of all these freaking tornadoes. Um. I just closed my notes. <laughs> 300 miles an hour is tornado wind speeds. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are interested, the winds on Saturn regularly hit over 1,000 miles an hour. Really? So think about that. Ugh. So, so we can't <laughs> live there. Yeah. So I mean, let me just, I'll, I'll just start kind of listing some of the things that happened. Um, uh, one of the F3s. Um, it went for six miles. Uh, two, it destroyed two homes. Um, one of the F4s uh, went for 32 miles. Uh, it, there was one death. Um, you know, several vehicles uh, and homes destroyed. Uh, this other one I saw, it was like a million dollars worth of damage. Um, a lot of them, it, you know, a lot of the ones where there were deaths, it was just like just one or two. And then there were, you know, the F5, there were 17 deaths. Um, 
Yeah, it just it, it, just an insane amount of destructions created by <clears throat> nature. <laughs> you know, it, we always hear about you know the awful things that people do to each other, and then there's just stuff like this that happens, and you think uh, Mother Nature's pretty good at it too. Um, <laughs> well, and but the Andover outbreak is also it's interesting to me because you know I mean hurricanes regularly, I mean you know on like on like a yearly basis yeah. hit a coastline and do at least this much damage. Right. Really? But that's yeah. But th that's sort of. But hurricanes are much, much, much bigger than tornadoes. It's a very different type of storm system. Right. Um, but that's what a hurricane does. So like, it, it's always awful, and there's always this fallout, and you know you have to fix and repair things. Um, what's so interesting about the Andover tornado outbreak is that like this isn't what tornadoes do. Right. Like fifty tornadoes in a day right. is like that's a hurricane amount of damage. Right. By by tornadoes across you know six states or whatever. Right. It's just what a weird day. Well, and that's why it stood out to me. I don't. I didn't. I don't know if it was the record, but I didn't see yeah. any days. It ha It would have. I, to I would be think. Close, yeah, I yeah. think. I think if it's not the record, it's it's close. But um, yeah, so nineteen people um, died in Kansas from this outbreak. Uh, two in Oklahoma. Uh, wow. And I think that's. I think it was just. Is it, just 21 people i think it was 21 people um that were killed in this outbreak uh so if you're interested if you guys um think this is an interesting story and you want to hear someone that actually knows how to talk about it um there were a couple document uh, a couple documentaries made about this one specifically um the weather channel did one called enemy wind uh and the national geographic did one that had you know i think dozens of uh it was like a it was a, a series called Cyclone that t uh, talked about a bunch of different outbreaks, um, and this was one of them. So uh, wow. that's my story, uh, and I'm sticking to it. That's We're talking crazy. about the record. Yeah. Uh, holy cow! In 2011, yeah. there was something called a super outbreak of tornadoes, yeah. and uh, there was a total of 360. Okay. But in a single 24-hour period, there were 216. Okay, so this isn't close. What? Interesting. In which is bonkers. Yeah. Maybe they didn't do as much damage. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I was alive well, in 2011. So this, I don't remember even hearing about yeah, that. Me neither. I, mean, I was. We all were. We were I was driving at that point. Um, yeah. So in 2011, like we were in college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were dating. 55 yeah, we were. confirmed to tornadoes. <laughs> uh, lasted 19 hours. The highest one was 268 uh, miles per hour, or 431 kilometers per hour um we also pronounce that kilometers if you're interested um <laughs> 250 million dollars worth of damage uh 21 fatalities hundreds of injuries um so it was not a it was not a fun time yep all right so now you have heard all three and now now is the time to vote <laughs> Uh, reach out to us either on Stark Friends uh, on Twitter or Facebook or email us at Stark Friend Podcast, Stark Friends Podcast at gmail.com because both friends and podcasts are plural. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, be careful where you take cabbages. Wow.